This is a man-to-man podcast. I'm here again with Cena, and he talks about the challenges of being open about mental health. He currently works in mental health. He's started his podcast. He's the co-founder of his podcast, YNA. You are not alone, and he is open and honest about his own struggles and issues that he's had with mental health, which he is striving through. He has his own clothing line, which is YNA again. You are not alone again. And his goal is all about helping the people, bringing this to the to, to the, the forefront of uh, people who don't have mental health. And he's here to help. He's here to, here to dive into the depths of it. And I hope you guys enjoy and learn from this insightful podcast. Yeah, so Sina, thank you for being on uh, Man to Man podcast today. Um, your, your, your podcast is amazing. You're not alone. YNA. How did you, you know, and why did you get into this podcast? And what, what was your goal for starting up this podcast? So in the beginning, I currently work for a private practice mental therapy. And I, a lot of clients have reached out to me and they've conversated with me. And I had a client reach out with like an extremely difficult issue that was going on in their life. And here in the States, the way that insurance works is like insurance pays for it. And some people don't have the money to um, pay for mental health. Sometimes insurance doesn't cover it. And so when the client reached out, they reached out with a really big problem and just listening to it, it messed me up for a good couple, three or four days. And it messed up my own mental health. And I remember the client didn't end up like coming into their session and it broke my heart because it was like, one of the reasons was because insurance couldn't pay for it. So you're listening to like these group of people who are like wanting to seek help. They need help and they're trying to seek um, the the proper ways to better their mental health. And they realize that they're like, this is either too expensive. This is something I can't do because of insurance. And you realize you're just like, if I want to better something, why is it so difficult for me to better something that's going on in my head? Why do we have to pay? Why is it so expensive? Like, why can't we find this information? So I realized I was like, I think the best way to get out information is starting a podcast, just just talking about different topics like suicide, depression, yeah. topics that are like were very difficult to talk about. And like I would have to say, like, I almost committed suicide. I have depression, I have PTSD. These are things that I deal with that I've dealt with for so long. And I became so um, I guess, comfortable with talking about it to the point where yeah. I was like if I'm comfortable about talking about it, maybe I can help somebody else who is having a difficult time even reaching out or even trying to better something in their head that's going on. Or My, my biggest goal and my number one goal for this whole podcast was as long as I help one person, I'm happy. I, I don't yeah. care if, if, the street, if the podcast explodes and gets whatever. I don't care if I have two or three downloads. As long as I helped one person, I'm yeah. happy. Like I, I reached the goal for the podcast. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's how it all began. Nice, nice. And, you know, that's, I, I feel exactly the same way. I, I, that was, that's been my motto from day one, just helping one person, um, you know, for whatever, whatever means possible, you know, just help that person. That's, that's, that's a massive achievement. That's something that, you know, we hadn't done before doing the podcast. So without a doubt, that's a big goal. But you said, you know, you, 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 you became open about talking about mental health and everything like that. How, how, how how um, hard was that? Because a lot of people, I guess, 
have mental health and they, they, they struggle to, to be open, what advice would you give them um, to, to, to be more open and be vulnerable in that, in that sense? How, how, what would you say to them to, to be comfortable in doing that? I mean, it may never be comfortable, but what would right, you say? Right. I started therapy when I was younger and I remember my first session, I was, it was about eighth grade. Um, that's about uh, 12, uh, 13, 14 years old. And I went into my first session and I sat down. I didn't speak for my first session. I was extremely uncomfortable. I didn't yeah. like the therapist. He, uh, these questions were just like, and I didn't want to open up. Like I, as a kid growing up, like you, you think that like opening up your emotions is weird because I, I'm also from like a Muslim background. So like okay. in, in my culture, talking about mental health isn't like it's it's not even like real like it's kind of like grow up like you'll be fine like yeah yeah, yeah. on the back like and and different people have different religions and they focus on different things however that was just how what I grew up with and so I think the way that it becomes comfortable talking about it is honestly like I would recommend writing writing everything down if you can't talk about it um, mm. then the, I think another best way is just to write it down, read over it. And sometimes okay. like what you're reading, I get it. It's difficult. And some things that some conversations that you have are extremely, will make you feel vulnerable. But honestly, I, the thing I, my therapist taught me was if you keep bottling up everything, you're going to explode. At one point, you're going to have an episode and you're just going to destroy friendships, destroy relationships, destroy yeah. something going on with your parents. You never mm. know. So instead of bottling it up inside of yourself, just having a conversation. And I know there's a lot of people out there who don't have the friendships, who don't have like somebody to turn to and to have a conversation with. And I, and I completely get that. So if, if you don't have something like that, where you're in a comfortable space, find yeah. something else, find a different path. Like I've mm. heard different people, they, they go on walks and they kind of talk to themselves and that's okay. It's okay to talk yeah. to yourself. I don't, I think another realization is like, we're crazy for talking to ourselves when that's, it's perfectly normal. And <laughs> if, if you write things down, if you find a way to express your emotions, you won't, mm-hmm. you, you will allow the bottle cap from the bottle to open up and you slowly start releasing more emotions. I realized that I got so much more angrier, so much more upset. I, my depression got worse when I held it all together, but when I actually sat down and I expressed it to somebody or even wrote it down or just talked to myself about it, I felt like this ease. Like I felt like, okay, like maybe I'm not as crazy as I sound, or maybe I'm not uh, this person that I make myself, I portray myself to be when all I needed was just someone just to listen, I think. And that's the most important part. Mm. Do you think there's like such this, this fear, like, behind opening up where everyone the person who you open up to is going to laugh at you people are going to judge you it's going to make you feel worse about it and you know when have you have you experienced that first of all have you experienced when you've 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 opened up about your mental health and you know you didn't you know get the reaction you wanted and how did what happened when when that happened as well like I, I express my emotions to um, my parents. Like mm-hmm. I, my, I had a really big traumatic event growing up and um, my brother passed away. So it was kind of like, I was like really young. I was about 12 years old. And so like mm-hmm. at 12 years old, you like this is the first time you're dealing with anything and your emotions, like you try to express your emotions because you don't, you don't even, have, I don't even remember trying to understand how my emotions were at 12. I don't think, 
a 12 year old really has his emotions together at that age. And yeah, so yeah. like I expressed to them and like, it's imagine your parent and like nothing against my parents or anything. They're, they're loving and everything. But at that time they just didn't know how to deal with it. And yeah. so like, I've, I've, I've also expressed to friends and people. And I think the biggest thing that people get really scared of is feeling vulnerable because of an experience that you had where you were mm -hmm. and you were mm -hmm. shut down for it. And then yeah. from, for now, from now on, when you have a talk or a conversation with somebody like that experience, that conversation, like how, re rewinds back in your head. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I remember when I expressed my emotions this last time. And yeah. now that I'm trying to express my emotions now, this person's going to do the same thing that, that person did when it's not like that. Like if you have the right person in front of you or someone who's just willing just to sit there for you to express your emotion, then it's, it's, that's the path. And what I recommend to people who yeah. are fearful, who, who have had experiences where their friends have just left them in the dirt or their parents haven't just never listened and never communicated with you. I think, again, you just, when you express it, yeah. you release it. And yeah. once you release it, you're, you're free from it. Yeah. And once you're, and once, and the more you express it, the more comfortable you become with it. So yeah. now if I express to somebody, Hey, I, I'm, I, I almost committed suicide. I, I was extremely depressed for a very long time. I, I, they just listen and it helps me bring this, like this, it takes the weight off my chest. That's like, yeah. if I can talk about this, then there should be no problem about talking about anything. It's true. It's true. And, you know, for me, the experiences that I've felt where I've expressed myself and been shut down, it has, it, it limited me for a long time as well. You know, I, I felt like things that I've said to people and then it didn't, I didn't get the response I wanted or it, it didn't feel, fulfill what I needed at the time. Then I've regressed into myself. And, you know, I've, 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 I've I, you know, I think it's always an ongoing battle. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like, you know, maybe some people feel like there's an end road to, to the mental health or like, you know, there should be something that should be okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I'm done. I'm over it now. Like I can put that to one side. You know, some people can't, um, uh, part com commentalize. I'm not saying that right. Some no, people put, right. Things, some people put things in a box in their mind and they, they just leave it in their mind and they think they don't, they can just leave it there and they don't have to go there and they just, leave it there do you think there is a, ever an end road to mental health do you think there's ever a um a situation where you can just put it to the one side and then just live your life um in a normal way and and and, and that won't ever fester uh, these negative emotions or negative behavior do you feel like that's possible so i don't believe there is a end. Your depression and your PTSD or your anxiety—they they don't they, they will live with you for the rest of your life. No matter, I, I believe that there's no way to completely cure it because we're humans. Like mm -hmm. the things that go on in our head will always be there, and as long as you're living, these these issues or these things will always be behind you. But the most beautiful thing I found about it was I used my depression and my PTSD to push me. And yeah. so instead of looking at it as this negative thing, like depression and PTSD, anxiety, all of these horrible things about yourself, like if you turn it around and you use it to your benefit, yeah. then you can honestly push yourself to a whole nother world because 
when you're comfortable with something like that in your head, you will be able to be comfortable with so many other things. And you'll always remember when you're, when you're in a tough road or when you're going through something like miserable, a death, a traumatic experience, anything, mm-hmm. if you go back and remember, you're like, hey, I dealt with this before. Yeah. I've always, I, this was always something that I've dealt with. And mm-hmm. if I can just use it to my advantage in whether it's like I use it to my advantage to a power of my work, where if I do feel depressed, I found ways to feel, um, to give myself the break that I need so that I can come back 110% better than the next yeah. day. It's just, it's honestly understanding who you are. And that's extremely difficult to do. I, I don't want to come off here and say, finding yeah. yourself is super easy. It's so hard, but yeah. It's, it's a journey. It's a big journey. And the and Steve Jobs said the journey is the reward. And yes. honestly, I 110% agree with him. This depression, this PTSD, I looked at it in such a horrible way. And now it's made me into this happier person. It's made me into this joyful um, person who can talk and be comfortable with it and use mm-hmm. it to his advantage. It takes time. But if you're mm-hmm. willing to put the time in, then mm-hmm. they will come. These disorders will come back and help you. Yes, yes, I hear that. Do you think, you know, people, a lot of people utilize physical exercise as a way to um, help them cope uh, with, you know, stress and everything uh, in a way that, you know, is a healthy way, to be honest, in, in my opinion. I, believe, I've, I think it's very healthy in terms of the, the, the cortisol and in terms of how you feel that, um, you know, the good feeling you get after when you train and that kind of, you know, suppresses these negative feelings that go into your, go into your body and go in, into your mind and everything like that. Do you think, you know, how, how important is physical exercise to dealing with mental health? I was actually listening to uh, one of your episodes from your podcast where you had a fitness trainer come on and talk about yeah. the mental health. Um, I believe his name was Dave. I'm not a hundred percent. I yeah. don't want to... Um, I'm very bad with names. This is my one of my, one of my, one of, one of my one of my bad things. I'm, I'm completely bad with names. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it at the end of the episode just just to give him another shout out because uh, he's a good yes. guy. I think it's D, DJ DJ it's DJ DJ. Yes, it is yeah, DJ. DJ. Um, yeah. listening to him talk about how he used mental health and yeah. exercise to actually come together and better himself really yeah. um allows people to understand that and. I think the thing is, though, with physical exercise, it's it's not everybody's cup of tea. So, mm-hmm. and the way that I look at it is, I, I love to work out where I love to uh, lift weights. But mm-hmm. I think where people need to understand is that you there's so many broad topics to uh, physical and like physical health that you can find your own cup of tea. Like lifting weights might not be your cup of tea but running might be your cup of tea jogging might be your cup of tea walking is a normal uh, is a form of physical um, exercise definitely with with physical exercise you can honestly put yourself in this new world i would say where you can mm-hmm. use your depression i use my depression whenever i would get sad or angry or frustrated about something I bottled, I bottled that up and used that in my workout so that I could express it and not go out and hurt someone on accident or do something uh, regretful. Um, Mm -hmm. Instead, I focused on like, Hey, this does, I I actually know a friend of mine who she says like, 
if I don't get a workout in, like it, it's, I have a troublesome day because she doesn't allow herself to um, express herself in her workout to allow herself to get better. Yeah. It's finding your cup of tea, honestly. Like if, if and it's the power of consistency and just sticking to it. 30 yeah. minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, whatever time you can put in, just, I promise you, if you just take the time, be consistent, find your cup of tea, you will slowly see um, your mental health getting better. It's not going to be a night and day thing. Of course not, like with everything. But if you take the time and you slowly, it's like putting building blocks together. When you have a Lego, you don't fully get it. And once you put one piece, you slowly get it once you put more and more pieces together. Yeah, it compounds, doesn't it? It it compounds. Yes. And um, I I find like with exercise, because I I do it. And um, I've always had my best periods when I exercise. I, I, don't, I couldn't imagine, I, I can't see success and no exercise existing in my world. And I think there's a lot of people like that. Not, like you said, not everybody's like that, but I think there is a lot of people that do do need that in order to be who they are completely. And um, yeah, it's 100%. And, um, you know, with like, obviously I'm, I do a man-to-man podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's women that, you know, listen as well, but mainly men. And um, do you think there's like a difference between men when they have mental health and how they express it and you know or how they don't and and women do like obviously you said you've had an experience you have you have you have a background in mental health um so you've obviously come across men and women do you think that there's a there's a difference between how they how they express it or and also how how it how it affects them and how they deal with it I believe the way that it affects us is the same, like men and women, whether whatever gender, LGBT, whatever, whatever you are, <laughs> it affects us all the pretty much in the same direction. Mm. Um, however, the way that we express ourselves, I believe is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, with men, it makes it seem that as if it's this thing that we're not allowed to talk about and not allowed to express, your friends will call you um, other words that definitely don't need to be mentioned. I, yeah. I remember telling one of my friends, um, I was like, hey, like, I'm not feeling so good or I'm just not there today. And he looks at me and he's like, man up. And you're just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, that, that, yeah. And I explained this in one of my episodes where I said like, why did, why did we even create this stigma about men not being able to express how they feel? Why, why is that such like a, bad thing for us to do i mean we're human like my emotions are the same thing as a female's emotions like why why do we have to have this uh shine light on us saying you're not allowed to talk about this you're not allowed to feel Mm -hmm. this way Mm -hmm. with women they also i believe have a difficult time expressing their emotions but i feel as if they're better at doing it than us like i Mm -hmm. i believe that women are more mature with how their feelings and how to yeah. express it and how to put it to focus on it. Um, yeah. So shout out to the females. Like they do, they honestly, I would have to say do a way better job with their mental health than, yeah. than males do. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you feel as if uh, like, I understand like I'm from the States. So yeah, um, yeah. being bringing from the um, United Kingdom, is it, is it the same thing? Do you still see that as an issue there as well? Or does it not matter? It's, it's, it's definitely um, an issue, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. You know, I only maybe three years ago, I would have said to anyone who said to that, though, you know, I feel like this, I would have said exactly the same that you just said, man up, what, what are you doing, this, that, and the other. 
you know, I've only come across like humbling myself in that type of sense in the last three years of my life. And, you know, it still happens to this day. You know, people think if, if someone's, you know, upset or this, that and the other, they're being a bit of a, of, of a woman or a bit, a bit feminine or, you know, this, that and the other. And I, I think there is a, don't get me wrong, there is a slight change where it's, 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 it's being a little bit more accepted um, by men, uh, men being emotional and everything like that. It has become more accepted, but I do think it's still not generally accepted. Um, by men, but I think men that, I think there is a change where men that are now talking more about their emotions than say like way more than my, my dad did, for example, mm -hmm. or, you know, with his brothers or his friends or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's probably night and day to, you know, the conversations I had with yes. my friends compared to like, what my dad would have conversations about with his friends or, or brothers or whatever. So it, it's 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 definitely it's definitely more more open and more accepted. But I think the depths of emotion um, are still not being hit between men. I think there is a certain level of emotion, but the depths of it of you know the, the, what, you know PTSD, anxiety, depression, you know um, personality disorder. Uh, all these, all these different things. They're not. They're not. Men will never won't, won't go there unless it's um, through professional help, and maybe not mm -hmm. even not even to that to that level. But you know, over lock, lockdown, obviously, you guys must have had a lockdown too. Right. What I witnessed more than anything, because I used to go for a lot of walks, is that women uh, would be walking a lot together, like three, four women walking a lot. I, I, I really, really saw men just going for walks like with their with their friends because men women are more like you know they come together and they and they connect where men we we don't we don't see we have to do something when we connect we can't just connect right. you know right we, we have to be doing you know have to be watching something or playing something or partying or whatever you know men do uh, business but that's how we connect where we don't just connect to connect and that's where i believe women have the advantage advantage over men when it comes to releasing their emotions and everything like that so um yeah it's it's it's, it's interesting it's interesting do you think um how as a society can we like help you know men women everyone just open up and be more aware because it's been pushed quite a lot in england mm -hmm. and the uk i'm not gonna lie it does get pushed like you know mental health and everything like that you know it, it, we have in the last two three years have become more aware but i still think there's levels to it that we haven't how do you believe that it can become more i believe a lot of things can be resolved through education i feel like and, and i'm not talking about like school education i'm just talking about educating people about different things like talking mm. about your depression talking about your um ptsd whatever weird emotions that you're feeling with and i believe it all starts with the kids it all starts yeah. with your children because I believe the whole mental health stigma started back then in like, I, I don't know how long ago where- Is it exclusive? Like, is it exclu sorry, is it exclusive to them? Is it, is, it, is it only then where it can be triggered like to the level where it affects you for the rest of your life? Do you think it's only there? I feel like it's all around, but it starts with uh, the children. If you can express to a child Hey, you're allowed, you're allowed to express your emotions. If you mm -hmm. feel any type of way, if you tell me like my nephew, he says like, I'm sad. 
like he actually expresses when he doesn't feel uh, the right feelings yes. and wh- when i when i listen to him say that you you don't need to go into this defensive mode of how how, how could you be sad like you're, you're you it's it's asking the right questions and saying mm. why are you feeling sad yeah. what made you feel like this and yeah. how can we help you not feel like this yes if we can find a way, because I feel like as you grow older, your men, your mental uh, models kind of stay the same. And, and once you get to a certain age, it's very difficult to go back into your head and rewire yourself um, mm. without, without certain things forcing you to change. Mm-hmm. But as a child growing up, your, your wires aren't fully all there yet. Like you're not fully in, in, capable um, of understanding a lot, but if you can find a way to allow your children to express themselves in different mm-hmm. ways without shutting them down, then I yeah. personally believe we can have a generation. It takes a generation. It's not, it, 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 that's, that's the biggest issue that we're looking at is it's yeah. going to take many generations of children being able to express themselves uh, freely yeah. to, for us to get into a societal, societal pattern to be able to talk about mental health easily. Yeah, it's it's difficult. It a hundred and ten percent is. I don't I don't understand like how you could have like a mental health class or something like that. Or I I have clients like that are children like going to see therapy. Like I have like six year old, seven year old going to therapy because their parents no. believe that it's a good fit for them. Mm-hmm. And on honestly, sometimes all you all you need to do as a kid is just talk. Just yeah. just what and without being shut down. Like yeah. we shut children down and that's what causes them to react to situations badly. Mm, definitely. Definitely. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I was saying, you know, is, are the parents to blame? I mean, I don't like to put blame because it's not, it's not a nice word, you know, are, are you know, is the effect that parents have on, on, on children you know solely the reason for the mental health of a person um i know there is the extent of extended extended uh, community of teachers peers extended family you know neighbors but the the home where they've grown up in where their mum or mom and dad or dad is that is that really going to have the major effect on on these kids because you know i don't know if you know about subconscious um programming that happens from zero to seven right right um and you know that is you know they've done studies and you know apparently that's 95 percent of your makeup is, mm-hmm. is, is done from zero to seven years old and obviously the major impact is parents in that in that period Mm-hmm. Now, is 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 the parents the contributing factor to the kids as adults having these different mental health? I believe it's the beginning factor, but it isn't the end factor. I believe that your parents push you to become what whatever child that they they want you to become, and then mm-hmm. after that, you have to figure out how you're going to live in this society. and And the next step is making friends. And, mm-hmm. I, and I saw this guy and he expressed and he said, show me your friends and I'll show you where you will be in the next 30, 40 years. Show me who you're talking to, who you conversate every day. Show me what they're doing. 
And I promise you, I'll show you what you look like in whatever amount of years. Mm-hmm. So on top, and, and I think on top of that, with COVID and everything, it's forcing yeah. our children to be locked down, right? To be virtually yeah. seeing things, making friends becomes extremely difficult. And yeah. sometimes just making one friend can lead you down the road of mishap and um, regrets. And mm-hmm. But sometimes a good friend can take you to different heights. Yeah. It, it starts with your parents and then yeah. it continues with other factors, friends, the environment you're in. Um, mm-hmm. I would also have to say the, the community that you get along with and how they react to you and what kind of society you're, what kind of country you live in and how they react to different situations. Yeah. I, I, have to, I have to ask, is there, do you believe that after friends and after environment, um, how, how can you come together and bring all of these together to help better your mental health? What else can you do that's not talking to friends, talking to family? What other factors do you believe in? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a thing of like what we're doing right now. You know, you know, you can, you can, you can actually, I mean, first and foremost, you have to want to, this Mm -hmm. is for me, you know, those that actually want to help themselves first, that's, that's the first thing that has to be there without, you know, before the friends and, you know, environment, once you want to, then you're going to do things like listen to podcasts, listen to professionals, read books, like you said, the writing thing was was amazing. I mean, I'd, I've never thought about that, but 100%, you know, you're writing things down. If you're not able to express it, write it. That's, the, that's a form of expression. Mm-hmm. You've seen people that have pain, they sing, they write, they rap, they, you know, do dance, they they, they express their, their emotions. And, and you know, I think I think connecting is the ultimate, the ultimate way of, of dealing with any sort of mental health. I believe you have to connect, you have to. You know, you, like there is a theory to 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 things like that. You've definitely studied, and I have too. Um, but without the connecting, I think it just festers. It doesn't right. really go anywhere. It does. You know, you have knowledge, but it's just festering in 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 in, in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. And you need to connect because when you connect, then you feel some sort of value. Because maybe maybe that person's teaching you, maybe you're you're teaching that person and you're sharing ideas and everything like that. So you're feeling valuable. So when you feel valuable, then you feel um, you feel like you're you're worth something. You feel then mm-hmm. that automatically makes you feel better. So right. for me, connecting is the biggest part. And like you said about COVID, that's what's being removed um, quite a lot now. And and this is why mental health is becoming worse. I mean suicides have gone up in, in the UK and I'm, I'm sure it's the same in America. Right. And um, it's because of the lack of connection, the lack of the connection. And, and we, are, we are human beings and, you know, we've, 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 uh, we, our DNA, all it's known is connection. We, we've grown up in villages, in towns, communities, in, in forests, wherever. All we've known is connecting. That's all we've known. Yes. So, so if you if 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 you don't do that, if you if you if you harbour yourself, if you stay at home, you, you don't see the world. It, it it you know I know people utilise you know drugs and things like that, and mm-hmm. I was going to ask you how do you feel about that, but when they stay at home and everything, I believe it removes a lot from their growth and their their, their ability to to become better, and you know when they get on the drugs and stuff, it. 
I mean, I'm of the opinion that I don't believe it, it helps that well. What's your opinion? So with I, there's like, I would have to say there's two different ways, as in there's drugs, as in substance abuse, um, and different no, like, as in, like that, as in medication. Yeah, medication. I so I, I have friends that do take the medication, um, mm -hmm. that take antidepressants, that take um, anxiety helping uh, medication, different types. Mm -hmm. and, and to me, I believe it's all about the severity of your case. So I believe everything is a situation scenario basis. So mm -hmm. I, I've heard, I personally, for myself, I don't take the medication because I find different routes to help my, my mental health, like podcasting, um, writing, taking a walk. Those are things that actually help me clear my mind. But I yeah. also have friends who are, who have really tough anxiety, like very tough and they take medication. And he tells me, dude, like it's night and day. I feel 10 times better. I can actually do the things I want and actually push myself to become the person I believe in. And just because of the little help, because sometimes as, as humans, um, when you don't receive the help that you need, you start to think to yourself, what are different ways that I can, that, that, that are going to give me a feedback loop of positivity and mm. through, and, th and through people, they go through different drugs, they go through different ways and they go through different, um, paths. But for some reason we get stuck on this theory of that medication does not help. Medication is not like, uh, um, it should not be used. But it's crazy because I have friends who are schizophrenic. I have a friend who's schizophrenic and he takes medication and he it's a completely different person. Like yeah. it's all about severity and okay. it's all about also talking to the right people, mm. finding the right psychiatrist. Cause I know there's a lot of people uh, like doctors out there and psychiatrists out there who will just write, like you walk in, you're like, I feel like this, they'll write your medication and yeah. give it to you. Yeah. You need to find the right person who will listen to you, talk to you, <laughs> And have the conversation so that maybe if it is something that can be helped with medication, then maybe that is a route that you see. But I know in our in, in our practice and the way that mental health in um, the states is, they they really need to see you struggling so like, so much to the point where it's yeah. like you are literally need you need this to help you push you to wake up in the morning or help you mm. uh, just actually get out of bed. Like yeah, yeah, I believe medication can help. I don't believe it's the final answer. I feel like there's different answers that you can figure out for yourself. Again, that's with understanding yourself, getting to know yourself more, yeah. giving mental health the time and the effort and the, um, what's it called? The help that you need. If you put in the time to get the help that you need, then you will find the help that you will receive. It's, mm. it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. It's a tricky route. It's a very... Um, it's again, I would, I would take it all by scenario by scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely understand that. I understand that, you know, um, I like your clothing line, by the way, YNA. Looks Thank good. you. Thank you. What, 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 what different designs do you have? Do you have just the jumpers, t-shirts? Is it, is it, or what is it? Tell me, let me know. So we started the merch line as a way of um, helping the podcast get noticed more. Yeah. It allows like other people to wear your uh, merch and we thought it was a great idea. It was a very difficult route that I did not expect. Like, if, if you want to start a merch line, I'm going to tell you now, it's not what you see, what you think it is. It's actually much harder than you really think it is. Um, really? It, it is. And so when, when we started, um, yeah. I wanted the main focus was to give back to my community. So mm -hmm. 
the first sweatshirts that came out were um, green, uh, orange, and purple. And that, those were the colors for um, different mental health societies. Like green yeah. was for mental health awareness. Orange was for, uh, I believe, suicide. And purple was for depression. Oh, and so man. so we, tr- we tried to focus the colors on um, mental health. And so what we did was we donated to the National Alliance of Mental Illness um, from the proceeds from the sweatshirt went straight there. And for this season, for our second season, we did the red, white, and blue because our foundation that we donated to, their colors were red, white, and blue. And that foundation was called the PTSD Foundation of America. Mm. And so we, 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 tried to, we tried to keep the, uh, the foundations the kind of the same with the colors because we wanted to focus on, like, it was all about giving back rather than yeah. taking. Like, yeah, I'm going yeah. to tell you now on this, po- uh, on this podcast, I have not made a single, I have not taken a dime for myself. All mm. I either have donated or uh, paid off my expenses that I had to for the merch line. It, it, my, because my focus was more to, the more I can create merch and the more people that m- buy merch will ask the question, what is that? Yeah, and that yeah. will shift them to, this is a mental health podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let me listen to, and that, that, that was my main focus again, like in the beginning of the podcast, as long as I help one person, like, man, yeah. nothing else matters. No, it's 100%. And, you know, when you give, you always get back and you know more, yes. and, more, some, and you get sometimes when you give without even wanting anything back you get more than even you plan to get back so yeah you know, what, you're, what you're doing is, is a great thing what's your ultimate like goal um you know um for YNA what what do you want to what do you want to do with YNA like you know because I'm sure you I'm sure you <laughs> you may it may it may have changed you know because yes you know <laughs> What, what, what right now do you want to do with YNA? I want YNA to help people talk more about the issues that they see in their everyday. But I also want it to be a focus on the people who don't have mental health disorders. I have oh. friends who don't deal with depression, have no idea what depression feels like. I've never mm. I've been fine this like, entire time. But I yeah. want them to realize that, hey, if you have a friend who has depression, has PTSD, has is suicidal, it, all of these things, I want you to be able to have a proper conversation with them and talk to them and ask the right questions. Because I feel like that's where we all mess up is we start mm-hmm. asking questions that, are, that aren't really particular on their mental health. And it's more of yeah. like, what's wrong with you rather than yeah, yeah. how can I help you? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I want to do. I want, it, I want it to be like this podcast where people can listen and be like, okay, I have a friend who has depression and Sina says that it's a good idea for me to ask them instead of me asking them questions, let me just listen to them. Yeah. Um, let me just listen to them vent. Like I'll just sit here and listen to what they say. And trust me, I'll doing, finding different ways to talk to people. And if it's especially someone who you really care about, like, a best friend, a partner, what, whatever it could be. Like, once you start asking them the right questions, you you will see you'll see them in a different light, and you'll see them instead of this person with a mental disorder, you'll see them with something that's pushing themselves to become better. So mm-hmm. I have to ask you: Do you have friends who deal with different disorders, and how do you yes. conversate with them? That's just you like you read my mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had a friend, um, well, he's still my friend, and he suffers from depression, and he's had, I've known him for five years, six years now, and he's had two major episodes where he's been taken down, 
by depression. Um, and uh, he's, uh, you know, the first time it happened, I'm, like, like I said, for me, for years, I've understood this, but the first time I, I, I actually thought he was pretending. Mm -hmm. I genuinely thought he was pretending because, you know, uh, we worked together and I thought, I thought he was pretending. I just, I just thought he wanted time off. I, I didn't understand, you know, what he was actually going through. And, um, you know, he, he, he couldn't come into work. He couldn't function. He said he couldn't think straight. He couldn't talk straight. He couldn't, his brain, because his brain wasn't sharp. He, he just, he just wasn't himself completely. And mm -hmm. I just thought, you're just, you're just doing this to get time off. Like mm -hmm. I generally just thought that, and that was just so naive and stupid of me that um, I feel like an idiot now. And then the second time he went down, yeah, I, I realized that, you know, I, I knew before that he had this issue, but I, I the second time he went down, I was a lot more supportive and, and sympathetic and empathetic of, 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 of his scenario. And, you know, I, he was a situation where he, he just, he just wanted to talk and even, then compared to now, I would even understand it ten times more than I understand the second time he went. Compared to now, because right. now I understand that he just wants to talk, he just wants to connect, yeah. he just needs to release his emotions because he feels comfortable with me to do that. Now I didn't understand that at the time. I didn't take that. I didn't. I understood it, but I didn't. I didn't really um, support him enough uh, than I should have. And what you're saying which is, I think is, 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 is even more important than people who don't have these, these, these mental um, illnesses to understand because they're the people that are gonna help these people get through the, 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 um, the, their episodes or you know, whatever they're going through. And it's, 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 it's vital, it's vital for them because they, they, may, they, may, they may choose someone who is, isn't, isn't, they may go to someone because you, they haven't helped you, you haven't helped them. So they may go right. to someone else who they feel that can help them and that person might also have issues with themselves and right. and they may and then they may clash they may fall out and then they may go an episode again and it's, it, it can it, it can spiral out of control so like what you're saying about people who, who don't understand this who don't have this to understand it that's 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 spot on and um yeah I'm, i haven't thought about it like that but that is definitely spot on and um yeah man just keep doing what you're doing because that's that's a great message it's a great message it's funny you say that because i actually have one of my best friends who also doesn't deal with uh any anything like you know depression nothing and um when i started doing the whole podcast he kind of just like had this whole like realization and he's just like he listened to some of the episodes and he's like dude this is what you deal with you yeah. haven't talked to me about any of like how have you not like and i'm like i think what people like uh, uh, people who have mental health disorders feel when they talk to somebody is if I talk to this person, are they mm. going to think I'm crazy? Are they going to, it's like always in your head, like, what is the other person going to think about me? How are they yeah. going to feel about me? Will the friendship continue? Will I break the friendship because I'm feeling depressed? And yeah. you shouldn't feel like that at all. Because if the, uh, if you can't express your emotions to the person across from you and for them just to sit and listen and understand, then that person isn't a good friend or isn't yeah. somebody who, who isn't educated. And if you feel as if they're not educated, point them in the, instead of being like, oh, like this guy doesn't understand what I'm feeling. No, point them in the direction of like, hey, let me introduce to you different tips of like what depression is like. What if, if you actually care enough, if the person actually cares enough, they'll sit there and actually be like, 
okay, tell me like, what, what does it feel like? How does it feel like? How do you, how do you feel better in moments? What can I do to talk to you when you do feel depressed or when you do have an anxiety attack, how can I figure out different ways that I can help you? And that, and that's all it takes. It's honestly, you never know what I, I have. I had a friend too, who said like, I've, I've, I had a friend who killed himself and I think that was one of the most like traumatic experiences where I wasn't the closest with the guy like and you always yeah. see the messages like why didn't he talk to me why didn't he bother like saying mm. it's because like he probably tried to reach out and say yeah. something to you and you just didn't you, you yeah. guess you didn't get the um, tips or tips that you see when someone's in a suicidal episode yeah, yeah. that's that's my I think that's my biggest fear um, I would have to say was when you're in a suicidal episode, it's, it's something you can't like, you can't understand if you've never gone through it because it's, it's a point. It's such a low point that like, it's scary to like, it, it, it like sends shivers down my spine just Mm. because it's like this, it's the lows of lows. There's no lower of like, after you reach that point, I don't believe there's a, a farther low that you can go. It's just, it's a dark place and you never know, like your best friend could be that light, that all you need is that light, just to like yeah. that hand, that reach out, that conversation. You mm-hmm. never know what someone's going through. So we need to stop judging people right away yeah. and understanding people. Mm, no, hundred percent. You know, like the suicidal thing, how, how difficult is it like to, to like put your head above water by yourself because mm-hmm. I'm not you, you did it by yourself or not I'm not sure but to, to how 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 what strength and what do you what what does it take to do that because I, I just I, I I want to imagine and understand that I have to I I went and saw I went and saw a therapist because I got to a point where I, I, I it, it was still occurring to the point where I so I had like an episode and then I had to be not like taken to a therapist or anything but like my school was like we this kid needs to go see somebody or we're going to expel him like there's no like in between so that's when my family was like okay we need to put him in therapy and once I got into that um it it helped but it's it feels like imagine you're in like a um like you're you're in the water it feels like there's pounds of weight strapped to your ankles and you're being pulled under no matter what you do no matter what you say no matter what you can tell yourself like these Mm -hmm. pounds of weight just pull you under and you drown in your own thoughts it's your thoughts Mm -hmm. that are what cause the um the episodes it's what it's what's going on in your head and the things around you that are throwing you it's your thoughts are pretty much the weight your your yeah. the the pounds of weight are pretty much your your, your subconscious or the mm. voice inside of your head telling you the things that you are are, are believing yeah. and once mm. you believe your own thoughts then you're you're gone you're a goner i would say you're at a point where it's like you're drowning it's it's when you realize um that these emotions are it's it's normal to feel the way you're feeling however mm. If you, mm-hmm. if you continue this normal feeling without getting the help you need, you will drown and you will, these weights will take you under. It's, it's finding the power inside of you, I would have to say, to yeah. reach out. It's, it's just that one reach out. Wow. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you never know when that one friend reach, reaches out and you're just like, I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. I can feel better. I can, I can get through it. And 
for anybody, I would have to say who is suicidal. I have to, I just want to tell you this, like the thoughts inside of your head are just provoking you to do the things that you don't want to do. They're mm -hmm. just, they're, they're, they're pushing you to do things that are just, are not normal or, and they're not real. It's all you. It's yeah. all you. It's, it, there's, there's no demon. There's nobody. It's your thoughts. You control what you think about. If you want to stop thinking about it, it's it, it's not it's not as easy as I'm saying. Like you can just stop thinking about it. Yeah. But yeah. if you if you can control those thoughts, I promise you, you'll be in in a better position than you ever were. It's it's all mm -hmm. about you. Yeah. No. It's it's what you said about reaching out. I think that message is powerful. Um, that they have to. If if you're feeling these suicidal thoughts. I would I would say the one thing for the viewers or whoever's listening, reach out, ask for help, say this is what I'm feeling. I think I don't know if you would agree, but I think that what basically what you said is that is the key to to overcoming because you like you said the light shines, the light is shining when 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 someone puts a hand out, and yes. um, that 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 is a, that's a powerful message, and I think. I mean, obviously, I, I've never experienced that, but mm -hmm. to, to, to experience that must be quite traumatic. And, you know, is it a situation where, you know, day to day, obviously, you've got it under control. You're talking about it. You're, you're being open. You're, you're connecting. You're, you know, you're, you're helping. You're, you're feeling valuable by helping people. I think all this stuff clearly is helping you 100% with, you know, whatever you're going through. But do, do you ever get days where you feel a bit down or feel you know not yourself it, it's crazy because i i call it like energy and i call it the way if, if i'm i just sometimes my energy is so low to the point where it's like like i, I remember i i was talking to a friend and i i texted them before i was like hey i am having a really not not even it was like nothing happened like the day was okay mm -hmm. like but sometimes your energy is just like you wake up and it's just so low to the point where you like, I remember like I couldn't even continue texting people. Like I just didn't want anything to do. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't mm -hmm. want to like feel anything. I just kind of like shut myself out. And that's yeah. really bad. That's really cause yeah. shutting yourself out. Cause again, that's you being alone with your thoughts. And when yeah. you're alone with your thoughts, your thoughts play like it's recess. Like they have the fun. Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. so but i believed when i expressed myself like hey listen like i'm having a low day like i'm just not there today i, I mm. i'm sorry if i'm not responding back and forth but yeah. it's when it's when that person like sometimes like i want to talk about it and sometimes like you don't want to talk about it and that's mm. okay mm. And, but don't allow it to bottle yourself up and go days and days yeah. and days of yeah. not talking about it because if you do you're going to go insane and bad things happen yeah so I have to say with people, when you do have a low day and someone tries to communicate to you um, and they say like, why are you feeling like this? Be honest and tell them, be like, hey, I'm not having the best day. My energy is low and find mm. things, find things that will help you pick up your energy. Sometimes a walk, sometimes just a, just a call from a friend that you haven't talked to in months will mm. help you pick up your energy. Like, even if you can't find like different ways to pull yourself up, you, I think the focus should be not on, I'm having a bad day. This is a bad day, but how can I make this day just a little bit better? Maybe it's yeah. going and getting comfort food. I, 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 I love Chipotle. I have to say when I'm like not feeling the hottest, I'm yeah, like, yeah. 
a nice bowl of Chipotle will like help me at least feel like a little bit better. Like this day, day yeah, yeah. get a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I feel that. Even when I feel down, you know, it's like I, I feel when I when I feel like not myself. What makes me feel better is uh, I always think because I, I always want to do something productive because I had so many <laughs> years, I had so many years wasted time not doing anything just procrastinating you know thinking but no action you know and when I feel down and I feel like oh, I don't I don't feel good I either train I either because I'm currently writing a book so I'll start writing I, I you know I, I research something I, I listen to podcasts because I love information I'm, yes. I'm, like, I'm like a fiend for information I'm telling you like, a fiend. Like, everything you, you tell me like, Trust me, I have, it's like I have a database and I'm downloading it. It's in my, it's in my, it's in my memory bank. Honestly, I'm a fiend for it. And um, you know, I, I, I try to do something to to make myself feel better. And um, mainly the product. If I'm doing something productive, that's trying to make myself like in 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 a in a business connecting, you know, term. If I do something like that, automatically, I feel better. It's automatic. Right. I just, I just feel better. I just like I've I've done something good for my day. Like, and like you said, even if it's something small, some, like sometimes I feel like low energy and everything like that. And it, I'll just write like maybe 500 words in my book. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I will feel, I'll feel 20 times better. I'll just feel like, right. yeah, I've achieved, I've achieved something in my day, you know? And that, 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 that's for, that, that's what does it for me. It's just achieving something. Basically, uh, I will call it, uh, sticking to the contracts that I, I, I give, right. I've given to myself. That's yeah. what I put it. With, with low energy too, I think where people get kind of like lost is like trying to find something that will pick yourself up. And, mm. and like, you're such in like a state of mind where you're kind of like, I want nothing to do with anything. But honestly, when you have low energy, it's the most perfect time to find something to do that you've never done before. I've mm-hmm. never tried to write like a book or anything. Like maybe yeah. again, like it, it's finding like little things for yourself that you will enjoy. I never yeah. thought taking a walk would would literally change everything for my day. And now when I take a walk and come home, my mind feels clearer. I feel oh, a lot yeah. better. And oh, it's yeah. just like, when you have low energy, it is it is your chance to find something new that you've never done mm-hmm. and give it a shot. Maybe you can distract yourself from the whole yeah. thing. You yeah. never know. No, honestly, that is it's, 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 that that is the key. Like you know, it's a chance. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Yes. You, yes. Yeah, here's an opportunity. Okay, like what can I find? What 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 is it that can just 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 change this type of energy? And there's no doubt. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying with information. Like I'll I'll remember that now. What you just said. I'm like. I have an opportunity here. I have opportunity, and you know, it's it it it's all about like you said. It's all about your your mind and, and how you think and 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 how and you know how you how you deal with situations of ne- of ne- negative situations. How you t- turn it around into a positive? Because unfortunately, our human mind does think negative. It does have negative mm-hmm. situations. It does negative things do happen. Mm-hmm. Negative people are around. And, in in the world it's it's just how it goes but if you're able to always find a way to 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 change that negative into a positive to find something from that negative situation and say okay i'm going to utilize that like what you said you do i think that's where um 
the key the key lies in my opinion mm-hmm. like the key lies into you using energy it's, it's like you know it's like um it's like you're manipulating energy it's like you're some sort of yes. magician manipulating <laughs> it and, you know what i mean yeah, like, i get what you mean i get what yeah you it's mean. like you're, it's like you're just like transforming it and you're like you know you're just bringing it into yourself and then just putting it out in the world in in, in a positive right. light you know it, yeah. it, it, it's just like that for me and I'm, I'm trying to get there i'm not i'm not nowhere i'm not even close but right I'm trying, and and I think you know you all. As I always say, you always have to be a, a student. You're not. You're never a master. You always have to be a student. Always. Yeah, definitely. With energy, I think the most powerful thing is that, like your date, like like you said, like you you never know with life. You never know. You you can you you'll wake up and you never know what your day is like. You could get hit yeah. with the worst news in your life. You can get hit with the best news of your life. And it's all about like how you manipulate the energy and how you go about your day. Like life, I I would say is a boxer that hates you and and is trying to knock you out. (laughs) And sometimes life knocks you out. Like I've been knocked out a lot by life, but the most beautiful thing is it's, and this is the hardest thing to do because I've been knocked out to the point where I'm just like, I don't even want to get up. Like this is, Mm -hmm. this is enough. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like, but something inside of you, well, all, mm. there is always a little piece of you inside of you saying, get up, get mm. up, get mm. up. It's time to get like, stop. St- like, you'll, you'll reach a point in your energy where it's like, I've had enough of this. I've, I'm, I'm tired of getting punched. Like, yeah. you, like getting punched in the face by life is not the best thing. And once, once you stand up, you're just like, okay. And then if you get punched again, like I've, I've had situations where I was just like, I got up, punched, got up, punched, got up, punched. Yeah. Like, yeah. like sometimes it just, it, sometimes when, when it rains, it pours, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but, but if you remember, go back to the times where you got punched so hard that you got knocked out, but you stood mm. up and something great happened, like mm. you never know when, when that great thing will happen again. You could get punched 20 times. But the one thing I remember to myself is like, you remember when you got knocked out, it is your time. And you remember when you knocked life out, you remember yeah. when you punched yeah. back and you fought yes. back. Like, yes, I get it that life, life will punch you, but if you can just punch back, I promise you, you'll be, you'll be in a position where you won't stop getting up. And that's, yeah. that's where you, once you mm. tell yourself I'm not getting up, it, that's when you're, that's when you are on the ground. But if you mm. can tell yourself one more time, one more time, I'm not like, like, like I have a poster behind me with Muhammad Ali. Like, like, it's just, it's a one more time. Just keep going. Don't yeah. let, don't let it, don't let it win. Like yeah. life, life, life will, con- life will continue. Remember this life will continue without you. No matter what life will go True. on without you. So yeah. it is your turn to go on with life and just mm. enjoy the ride. Mm. Definitely. hundred percent. And you know, when you get knocked down you know there's always a period of time in in life where you are actually like something in your life is getting battered completely destroyed that is the that is the time like let's say for example your your your, your self-confidence is becoming battered just just mm-hmm. one thing it's getting battered you're getting people doing this to you that to you you're losing maybe friendships relationships you know whatever gives you confidence in life is now been taken away that is the time that is the time when life is saying to you what are you going to do about it because yep. it's the real test it's it's the test it's it's the it's the true test of that part of that confidence some people might have 
same with money. Some people might have a home or, 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 or relationships, marriage or, you know, um, career, whatever it may be. That is the time where when, when, when you're getting battered in that moment, that's what life is actually telling you. I want to see who you really are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I want, to, I want to see the real you step up now. Let, let's see what you're really made of. And like you said, when you get up and like you're saying, I'm punching back every time, that's when life will be like, okay, you're, you're, you're good. You're good now. We don't need to you're test learning. you. In that. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to test you in that anymore. You, we, you can move on to the next one. We, we've tested you now. We can see you're ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. 110%. Definitely. Definitely. I would, I, let me ask you, how do you... What do you tell yourself to get up? Like when life just is like beating, beating you to bits and you have, you're just like, why won't it stop? Like, what, what do you, how, how do you tell yourself to keep going? Whoa, I guess, I get, when I get beaten up, I literally have to, I have to say to myself, go back and face whatever's happened to you. Go back and face it because I've had experiences very early in life where I didn't face it, I avoided it. And, and, it, and it like, it, it really got, it really, I think it really changed who I am, where I, I avoided facing my fears. So now what I do is when I feel beaten up or feel something like someone's done something or I've done, I've, I've failed at something, I say, go back and just do it again. It's, it's okay, it, it, it doesn't, you can fail a thousand times, it's okay. It's fine yeah. to fail a thousand times. It's not an issue. Excuse me. When you think it's an issue is when you're, oh, I don't know, I don't know, this, that, and the other. But it's not an issue to fail. It's okay to fail. It's okay yeah. to feel like you're not doing well. It's okay because it's not going to last. And mm -hmm. and and I I've come to the I've come to the realization of I realize that nothing stays the same. Nothing yes. does. So because not everything is always changing all the time. Therefore. Just because yesterday I didn't do that well, mm -hmm. today I may. Tomorrow I might do even better. I might do worse again. But then the next day after that, I might do amazing. Yeah. And um, I think I just, I think I've, I, I do have, I've always had a positive attitude. I've always had a positive attitude regardless of what I'm doing. I always felt like I can do what I want in, 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 in terms. And that's, that's also been a detriment. Right. <laughs> you can't always do it. <laughs> Believe me, it's no, been a yeah, massive detriment. No. Massive. Um, and I've had to like humble myself in certain scenarios, but I've, I've had a positive mentality, but I've always had the fear with it, like in the background. But now what I've, what I've managed to, what I'm, what I'm trying to do and what I'm doing is facing the fear. So therefore the fear doesn't beat me. So I, I can, exactly. I can, I can, I can just keep going. And it's not like, and it's, and I've, I've come to the conclusion that you know, worries and fears, there's, there's only 7% of genuine worries. Yeah. Mo like you said, the same, it's the same way you're saying it, but I'm saying it a different way. Everything <laughs> else, everything else is just, you know, things that, you know, either you can deal with, so you don't have to worry about it. You can't deal with it, so you don't have to worry about it. So, you know, wh why are you worrying about something you can deal with? So just deal with it. Yeah. If you can't deal with it, why are you worried about it? It's going to it's going to work itself out eventually. Exactly. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, it's, it's all about like sometimes letting things go, sometimes taking control of things. And, and I'm just in this world trying to, trying to balance it, trying to, trying to find the balance in all of that. And that's, right. that's all I'm trying to do, honestly. Right. That's all I'm trying to do.
it, it can't rain forever. That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, it can't <laughs> rain forever. It can't. It's not possible. It's not possible. You, you, you have it's sunny days. It's, there's day. There's night. There's winter. There's summer. There's seasons for everything. There's a season for for everything. And and when you understand that, you realize that you know what. This is the time where I have to do this. This is the time I have to do that. And it just happens. Like you said, it's life. This is just life. And it right. will carry on. It will carry on when you're long gone. It will carry on. Exactly. Exactly. With or without you, life will keep going. Time will keep going. Civilization, society will keep going. Like, so uh, I think another thing I also like to tell myself is when I can't control something, yeah. don't try to control it. If you can't control it, then it's out yeah. of your hands and just allow yeah. life to do whatever life does with whatever you're trying to control. Just exactly. let it go because the more you try to control it, the worse it gets. And then yes. you're, you're sitting there like, what am I doing? Like, yes. how did yeah. I get here from where yeah. I was? And Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's this deep stuff, man. It's, it's, it's tough. It's so tough. It is. It is. It, it, it is tough. It, it, it comes at you, and but it, I think, I think the accepting that it's going to be tough is part of making it easy. If you know what yes. I mean. Yes. Um. You know. Then you think. You know. It's like sometimes when I train, I have a training regime where I always do more than what I did the last time I did it. That's awesome. It's. it's, it's it's, it's, it's hard that, that for me that's the hardest thing of my day yeah. when I'm doing that because because you know I, I when I do that I feel like how am I going to do that like I've just done that and then that, this time I have to do more in everything that I'm doing literally everything yeah so it's the hardest part of my day and then because sometimes I'm, I just puke up because I'm, I'm it's so hard you know and um when because that's the hardest part of my day everything else doesn't seem as hard as doing that because right. it's such a challenge to it's, it's mental it's not physical because the body can do a, a lot mm -hmm. it's mental where i feel like how am i going to do all of that again yeah. I'm knackered. yeah and and more i'm knackered i'm absolutely yeah. shattered and I, I i don't i don't even do it for like aesthetics i do it just to just do it and, and just to prove to myself and my mind that I can I can do it, and when I do that, I, I get this huge endorphin boost, and you know, even though my legs are bre breaking, and you know everything's hurting, I just feel like yeah, because I've done that, I, I believe I can do everything yeah. else. It's a little bit easier because that's so hard. <laughs> do you know exactly. what I mean? That exactly. is so hard. And like I've been doing it now for like I think since January, so it, like it's increasing. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Well, in December, what, what, where is it going to be? I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where I'm going to be doing things for the whole day. I'm going to be like, the whole day I have to do this. Like, I, I, I don't even know what's going to happen. So, you know, um, yeah, that's just, that's just how I see things. That's how I see it's, it. It's funny you say that because I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And in the book, he mentions when you prove to yourself that, like, when you tell yourself, I can't do this, like, but then when you prove to yourself that you can, the yeah. next time you come to a situation where you tell yourself, oh, I can't do this, you remember the little wins that you had mm. and it mm. allow you to create these habitable systems inside of you yeah. that are like, when I, I remember telling myself I couldn't do that, but I did it. And now yeah. that's a win. It's like, it's like creating W's in your head. And the more oh, W's massive. you create in your head, the more of it a habit becomes. And it's Massively. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I think that's the biggest thing I did. I mean, I, I did a fast and train and um, I stopped fasting because I think I, I just didn't 
on to anymore. I just got mm. over it and I was doing fasting for 20 hours a day. That was hard enough. And then training. Oh God. Yeah, and then training, that was hard enough. I think for me, I have to I have to do certain things like to trick, to get that W thing in my mind. Like it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm doing things. I'm, I'm, I'm doing something that's, I'm struggling at. I'm struggling and, but I'm achieving, but struggling at the same time. And that makes me, that makes trying to like better my life in um, every other aspect a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And it's and, it, and the thing is, it's only me. I, like it's no one else. I can't. I can't get help. I, I can, but I don't want to. I want to. Just, mm-hmm. just, I just want it to be me doing it. So therefore, exactly. all me. There's no one else. And and it, it help, that's the only thing that is me. Everything else, I need help, and I'm not afraid of it. And I'm not. Yeah. Some people might might not want help, but I know that there's one thing I can do by myself. But I don't. I don't require anyone's help. And I think that's mm-hmm. that. That's what gives me some sort of inner belief and stuff like that so that's 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 my trick i, I know everyone else has their own but that is just my only right. trick. no yeah like I, I think that a lot of other things that go along with that is something i have an issue with where i see all these like i i, I gain a lot of w's but my problem yeah. is i never when i'm down and i get an l my biggest problem is i never go and back and look at the wall and see all the w's i've got yeah, yeah. and then like, yeah. it allows you to push yourself even further that was always my problem that i realized was like you 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 get a bunch of accomplishments and you do a lot of things and in life where you started to where you've become now um and then when you face something difficult and it challenges you you never and you get punched the thing i started doing now and i recommend to anybody listening is mm. remember the times where you got a w and, and look at all of them that you have achieved. Sometimes it's sometimes the thing. One thing that can help you is reminding yourself all of the accomplishments, everything that you've done, um, mm. and just and just reminding yourself like I did this. Mm. This is hard. I know that one was harder, and I did it. And yeah. even if you fail at this one, you at least learn something. And the biggest thing that we have this misconception of is failure is nothing and it doesn't teach you anything when it's the oh, yeah. most beautiful lesson that they will, yeah. that will help you grow to whoever you are yeah yeah definitely it's the hardest part of that what you said is you know obviously when you're in the moment it's the moment that is it's, it's the hardest part like after and before the clarity is there isn't it yeah but in that in that moment where you're being maybe you feel overwhelmed and you're feeling like oh I've just messed up or whatever. That moment there is is in it. That that could be a period of ten seconds or or, or, or a day. Um, that that moment is is the hardest part to get the clarity of. I've I've had, I've had all these these wins previously to that, and I think yes. I mean, it's it's, it's I, I don't really have an answer to that moment, but I think I think the more the more wins you get, the more wins you get. And even if you, because you're always going to get losses, but the more wins you get, the more you understand that you're winning. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you're going to see, I'm winning, I'm winning. Even if a, 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 a loss comes, you're like, okay, I've, I've lost, and I feel down, this, that, and ever, but you know, I've won. I've, and you'll it, come back and just keep keep winning, keep going after that. Just say, okay, I've, I've lost there, I feel bad there, but I'm just going to keep going. And then it may clear, you know, I don't have all yeah. the answers, but that that's that's one of my my things, to be honest. It's a huge recommendation for anybody who's def- very hard on themselves. I'm very hard on myself when I don't achieve yeah. something 
Like, why did you not do this? Why you get like you get you get you bring yourself you can bring yourself down, which is the scariest thing. Like you can just yeah. shove yourself and make the L even worse than it is. But mm. I think as you gain more L's in life and you take more losses and you take more failures, like you if if you don't learn from them, then it, it's just gonna create keep creating these losses. It's gonna keep creating these L's. But if you can just sit the time and take a step back, like you do and say what did I do wrong here? How did I get that W compared to this L? Like, well, how did, how do I fix this? How do I get myself into the position to becoming better? It's, I think everything that we've talked about through this whole conversation, I think it all just comes back to the one thing, which is your mindset and, and like what goes on in your head. And it's all about you and you can, you, you can do whatever you set your mind to, whether that's a better mental health, whether that's discover getting more W's in your life, not getting punched in, not getting punched down and knocked out and getting yourself back up. Again, you are the person who runs your life. No one's going to be, no one's going to tell you how to run it. Just, I would say, just keep sticking to what you're doing. Or if it's something that you're not very comfortable with, maybe find something else. But in the end, it is your mindset. It's who you are and life will continue on without you, whether you think badly or think positively. 100%. And you know what? We're gonna. I'm gonna leave that podcast. Leave this podcast with with those great words. What you just said, Sena, Sina. It's been a um, pleasure for um, for for you to be here today. Um, you've Thank dropped you. some really really insightful things that I will take with me. So you say you want your what you said your one goal is to to help someone. You've helped me hundred percent. I appreciate 100%. that. Thank you. No doubt about it. And um, I'll just say particularly the one about mental health need, needs to be given to people who don't have mental health so they can understand what other people are going through. I think that for me, that's, that's like, yeah, I, I haven't heard that said before, but definitely, I would, I would definitely, I would be an advocate of that without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, where can we find you um, on the socials? So you can find me on um, YNA, You're Not Alone on Instagram. I, my website is www.sbsuit.com. My Instagram handle personally is sbsuit. Um, uh, my DMs are always open. If you're struggling with anything in your life, please, please, please remember you are not alone. And I and we've got you. Remember that. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Thank you, guys. This has been a lovely, great, insightful man-to-man podcast. We'll be back again soon. Take care.